Okay, so welcome everyone to another One Shot Hot Shots. My name's Robert Peak. I'll be your dungeon master. And we're going to go random. We're going rogue tonight once again with um, just a, an adventure. We're going to see how long it goes based on these lovely guys, D20s, D100s, and other random rolls. It's fun to do sometimes. And um, we didn't actually know that we were going to be able to play this session. People's schedules and everything were kind of out of out of sync but we can and so the best thing to do super short notice i've got a copy of the spontaneous dungeon master's companion here and we're gonna we're gonna see what happens i'll be as surprised as you are in this episode but first let's introduce the characters the one shot hot shots are a fearless band of adventures destined to play out a new story each week on human cleric of the grave domain we have martial vigor played by mario nahara i say is there anyone here <laughs> yeah i feel well done on half elf bard with a touch of warlock we have randy Sero playing gideon kingsley so uh, let us hit the dance floor positions oh by the way uh we are being followed you guys are doing wonderful. And on Half-Orc Barbarian of the Berserker Path, we have Cameron Britton playing Perky. Nobody bites my drinking buddy. I love killing creatures, but making them run in fear feels pretty good too. Join us weekly for their self-contained adventures. And now on with the show okay and we're back <laughs> i always love doing that because when we actually record it we just like pause for a few seconds there's no back to actually come from for for, for our purposes and our vantage point but um we're back and shall we play some D? &D? Yes, yes absolutely Let's do it last time we left off you guys were uh accompanying the dwarven knights or Caleth northbound on the uh, on the long road uh, up to Mirabar. You've made it uh, somewhere between Tribor and Long Saddle. You're riding in to a small village, and um, let's see what this place is like. Randy, go ahead and give me a D100. Hmm? 76. 76, ooh. Okay. Great, thank you. And um, Mario, why don't you do the same? Alrighty. Rolling those two ten-sided die. Uh, thirty-six. Let's see what happens in this town. Okay, thirty-six. Okay. <laughs> Well, the place is decked out. You've got um, streamers uh, and little banners everywhere. And um, the banners, interestingly enough, that are unfurled, hanging from the windows of the town, are crude depictions of little trolls. Apparently, you have come into uh, this sleepy little town of Bootsland. On the banishment of Troll Day, 
a very important day, a very important festival, when the trolls of the Star Metal Hills were banished from the town. And uh, you find yourself um, sliding into the town at sort of the middle of the day, looking for a bit of refreshment, perhaps. Uh, Randy, give me a d20. Let's see what kind of what kind of amenities this place has. Uh, I just like to say this is my kind of party so far. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> Got a four. A four. Okay. Yes. Um, there is um, a uh, a small inn called the Pilgrim's Rest. And um, it is called that because it is situated next to a small temple, a temple to Timora, which some of the locals tell you upon asking, uh, has an oracle inside of it that can predict uh, futures and fates based on the whims of the god Timora, the goddess of luck. And so you slide your way in to the pilgrim's rest. It's been a dusty, long day. The people are in a great mood, um, sort of sort of general hubbub in the tavern, the clinking of glasses, and toasts are being made to the banishment of trolls and all of the great heroes of Bootslant who banished trolls in years gone by. We are certainly going to join in on the festivities and uh, join in on the... Uh... On the drinking. On the drinking, yes. okay. Yeah. Marshall, Marshall is hard in on uh, enjoying this kind of festivities for this particular issue. That's right. Not a fan of trolls. Not a fan of trolls since the last couple of episodes. And so you uh, sidle up to the bar and uh, the, the bartender um, uh, is sort of whistling as he's uh, polishing the glasses uh, in front of you, and says, well, what'll it be? I will have a glass of wine, good sir. Wine? Oh, all right. Uh, yes, we we have some somewhere in the back there. I'll, uh, uh, Simon, see what you can find. And for you, sir. Good, good sir. I will have whatever the most popular drink in the establishment is. One ah, that would be Tribor Ale, sir. Tribor Ale coming right up. Excellent choice, by the way. Thank you, Right. Well, uh, I do believe that we are due for a bit of R&R. Uh, uh, don't you think so, Father? Uh, I would say that uh, you cannot go and sow the fields of souls to save without a little rest in between uh, uh, plowing and digging and plotting the manure. Why am I talking about this so much when there's drinking to be done? <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. And so the place is warming up nicely in the midday sun, the banners flapping in a light breeze. And um, Randy, go ahead and give me a D20. There's something a little unusual about this place as well. Uh, Marshall's very quick to finish his first pint. And <laughs> Slams down on one. the table into mm -hmm. a bit of froth. Yeah. And it's enjoying his drink, this place, yeah, drinking um uh, slowly. I got it a 14. Is 14 is unfortunately rather mediocre wine. Mm -hmm. um, yes, a, an interesting place indeed. Uh, for many of the, the revelers seem to be 
worshipers of Temora, the goddess of luck. Um, but the place, a chill goes through the place um, as another group comes in. Um, a group dressed um, in all bright, bright blue uh, worshipers of Bahamut. Bahamut being um, a, a enormous dragon. In fact, some would say the lord of all good dragons. The worshippers of Bahamut, as they come in, sort of parade through rather sort of majestically um, and take their place at a kind of regular seat. Um, can Marshall make a religion check to see how much he knows about Yes, absolutely. Give me a religion check. All right. Is there any entertainment going on in the music? Not yet, Gideon. Mm -hmm. um, that would be a nat 20. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why don't I just read out the entire <laughs> Forgotten Realms wiki on Bahamut to you here, right? Right, uh, for, well, for everyone's... I, what what for I really want to know is the nature of their followers as their followers are here. Yes, so kind of, yeah. you're very familiar with the, the cult of the dragon, uh, a group that worships Tiamat, the god of all chromatic generally regarded as evil dragons. Um, but the worshippers of Bahamut um, are, uh, well, in some ways, just as zealous. But Bahamut represents justice and goodness. Um, they still very much are enemies of uh, giants and giant kind, so they certainly would not be um, fond of trolls, for example. Um, but their, their um, clergy are generally good-aligned, um, and uh, they they generally um, just have a very high regard for the chromatic dragons. Marshall Marshall sees them coming in and taking their seats, and he's like, he's not quite like uh, disgusted or anything. Like he's just kind of like bemused a little bit. Say, Gideon, have you ever attended any sort of academy, or what was? I'm sure your schooling was quite intense. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, believe me. Um... Uh, my teacher, Mr. Frumpus, had me uh, study music uh, uh, quite uh, thoroughly and uh, until my, uh, my fingers were sore, certainly. Uh, I studied uh, a number of the sen uh, um, uh, seniors <laughs> in, in the Feywild. Excellent. And then in these classes, I'm sure you had peers. And of those peers, were there certain ones that just rose to the ranks? Like, like for example... In, uh, well, in a lot of my schooling. Well. <laughs> well, yes, of course, there's no doubt about your skill, but maybe something a little bit more. Something, for example, we used to call them head boy. They were the ones that always thought they knew the best. They were prefix, that they were in charge of all the other children or students. And they really, really, really just thought they knew everything and you had to listen to them as if they were the headmaster. I'm not sure if I, if I uh, can recall that, no. You kind of get the impression that Gideon was probably the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm -hmm. you see those chaps in the blue over there? Mm -hmm. that's, a that's a whole school of head boys. So <laughs> they might be a little bit of a challenge to talk to you, but I think it's something that you might get some entertainment out of. Mm -hmm. And well, then Marshall, uh, order another drink. Mm-hmm. 
I guess that before the end of the day, we'll uh, know uh, if they like to party and how hard they can party. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as my cue. And uh, I think Irene is just going to um, start a performance, basically, if, if, uh, if, it, uh, if the uh, environment, if the atmosphere allows it. Indeed, it seems like a, a festive kind of day. It seems like the kind of time and place for a song. And so, tune up and um, give me your give me a performance check. Let's see how well received it is. Meanwhile, Marshall, go ahead and give me uh, give me a D twenty. Thirteen. I got a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay, not bad for a head boy of Mr. Frumpus's <laughs> Music Academy. I'm gonna remember that. <clears throat> okay, and the people are just getting on down into it. Now, some of them start forming circles and doing circle dances oh, yeah. around the tables. Um, they are just absolutely having a whale of a time um, and very much appreciative of your contribution to their revelries mm. on the banishment <laughs> uh, of Trolls Day. I think while he's playing the flute, he's also jo joining in on the uh, on the dancing and stuff. Yes, Don't indeed. Even... Just literally pied pipering it and uh, mm -hmm. leading yeah. leading the circle in a merry a merry chase. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Marshall, you're you know you're kind of feeling it, starting to starting to get into the groove a little bit, and um, often one kind of um, less traveled corner of the inn, uh, you you sort of press down on a loose wooden floorboard, and the floorboard comes up ever so slightly. There's something underneath it. Give me a d20. Yeah. Here he is. And I bend down and a five. A five. There's a bag in it. Obviously, um, a small leather bag that was hidden there, perhaps deliberately, perhaps for, for some, some reason. Um, little leather bag, and uh, it seems to have toppled over as you, um, as you step down on the loose floorboard. And black glass spheres, little black glass marbles, roll out of the bag. Oh dear, what is this? About how many of them are there? There are five, five of these black marbles. Are they like, uh, like, I'm gonna try, Marshall's gonna try to see if he can collect them to get them back in the bag. Yes, kind indeed. Of like, like, oh, he, he made a mess, he doesn't even know what it is, so All right. instinctively go for it. Instinctively, going to just try and get these things back in the bag. Okay, um, and as you um, are sort of trying to scoot these things back in the bag, uh, upon touching them, you all can roll for initiative. <laughs> and Marshall, you can give me a d20. All right, the d20 is a six. All right. Okay. And my initiative is 15. 15. I got an initiative for 14. 14 for Gideon. Okay. And uh, yes. All right. And this creature comes in at 
eight. <laughs> okay. Um, and at this point, um, the five black marbles, as you kind of scoop them up and try to put them back into the bag, they melt into your hand as a, almost a kind of black tar. And the tar begins sort of dripping down. You have released something from inside uh, these marbles, uh, and a kind of mist swirls up out of this black goo and begins sort of coalescing into the form of an undead troll. The undead troll, obviously trapped here uh, for who knows how long, has been released upon the town. He looks particularly powerful and particularly terrible and bent on avenging his brethren who had been driven from the town in years hence. The townspeople cry out at uh, the sight of this and um, Ivor, the barman, looks and says, what have ye done? What have ye done? And Marshall, you're going to be up first, then Gideon, then this creature, and then finally in the rear, um, the followers of Bahamut may uh, may come in and assist you, depending on how well you handle yourself with this thing. Well, Marshall's just going to full on say, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. And and I guess, can I like let go or drop? I don't want to be touching this stuff. Yeah, yeah. The stuff kind of just melts away out of, okay. out of your hand and it sort of, it sort of sizzles and dissolves back under the floorboards. It's clear that it was just a holding, a holding substance. Do I recognize this thing as undead? Um, yeah, give me a great question. Give me um, an R. Give me a religion check at advantage, I would say, actually, in this case, because it definitely sort of appeared in an ethereal form. It's clearly magical. Um, you very likely recognize it as well. Okay. Unless you not want it, in which case. Uh, I rolled a 17 and a 20, so a 20. Mm, 20, okay, yeah, you definitely recognize this, not only as a troll, but as a revenant troll, uh, a creature hell-bent on revenge and destruction. Uh, and this is a this is an unmodified 20? No, you, you know, it's modified, a modified 20. Modified 20. With a modified 20, you know that this creature is going to seek revenge um, and will not stop seeking revenge until it is either contained in a similar vessel um, or you cast some incredibly powerful spell like Wish. Well, gotcha. Um, well, I think just instinctively, the the fright of it and seeing it and then kind of recognizing a little bit of what he knows to be undead, Marshall's just going to like instinctively cast Turn Undead on it to see if that even affects it. Excellent. All right. So cast turn undead. He gets a savings throw. Wisdom saving throw, DC 16. DC 16, wisdom save. Okay. Um, and what do we see as you're casting turn undead on this horrific um, troll? Just, just a really quick of wherever I, whenever I do it, I like bring his hands together to kind of represent the gate between life and death. Mm -hmm. And us. And like calls out, oh, to Osiris. He just normally the prayers like Osiris commands you behind the gate. He just goes, oh, it gets Osiris out. That's how quick it is. Oh, Osiris <laughs> to you. <laughs> and the creature stares back at you with blue eyes, the blue of a roiling flame, and hisses. 
These are not tea drink. This is not a tea drinking kind of troll. He does not budge. So you are up. Uh, you are up pretty close to him. You're within mm -hmm. about ten feet of him. Uh, this is a fairly big tavern. There's some maneuverability. Getting you're you're a good. Um, a good 30 feet or more away. There's some tables between you. The people, the villagers are starting to scatter um, and the um, the followers of Bahamut, the Talons of Justice, are uh, grabbing at their sword hilts. Mm. My turn? <laughs> it's your turn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Since I so... cuttered out. <laughs> Um, so after this display of, of smoke uh, and this appearance of a troll on Trolls Day, um, Gideon is not, is not really sure if this is a prank or, or an illusion <laughs> or something like that. Uh, but he's going to give it a, a, a test it out by uh, throwing vicious mockery at it. As he says, um, he says uh, you there, you better slither back where you came from before you make those uh, men in shiny armor over there. Get up. Cast uh, vicious mockery. Schmuckery, okay. Wisdom save, DC 17? 17. All right. And fails, so... Mm -hmm. uh, so he has to retract 1d4 for his next um, uh, okay. attack and saving throw, I think it is. And he takes um, 5 damage, psychic damage. 5 psychic damage, okay. So it's 1d4 from... Uh, oh, no, what? Uh... <clears throat> no, wait. No, no, no. He has, he has disadvantage of negative attack, attack. That's what it does. Disadvantage. Oh, even better than yeah. minus 1d4. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. he's dissed. <laughs> you dissed um, him, literally. Dissed and, him, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good and, uh, <laughs> and with my bonus action, uh, Gideon is just going to say, uh, that would leave us more time for dancing. And uh, he use uh, Mantle of Inspiration to, okay. give, um, to give himself, Marshall, I guess, the knights. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, 11 temporary hit points and they can move okay there are uh three 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 knights uh, at this point um so all three of them get the opportunity to move let's just go in turn order marshall do you want to move um yeah this is so i can move back without opportunity attack correct correct i would like to do that please <laughs> i like to just move back away from it to get out of melee range um whatever i, I like can are you doing the slide or? Yes, the electric slide, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get around and do this and do that. Moonwalk away. Moonwalk <laughs> away from the Revenant. All right. Uh, so you are you are back uh, a little further away from this horrible thing. And Gideon, going in turn order. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to make sure I'm at a nice distance away from this creature. Uh, I don't know where the, where the knights are if I can get behind them. <laughs> Uh, yes, you can. Yeah, not a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Get behind, get behind the knights, um, and uh, so you do so. Um, and the knights are going to use uh, their uh, opportunity. One of them, in particular, uh, a very dashing-looking fellow with um, sort of golden blonde hair and a shiny silver helmet, says. You there, put up your fists. And he and his other two cohorts rush toward the troll as fast as they can. Okay, anything else, Gideon? Nope. Okay. All right. The three knights uh, race toward uh, the troll, and the troll looks at the beautiful uh, sort of um, 
blonde guy in front of him, racing toward him with no regard for his own life, and says, You, ancestor of Sir Sefri, descendant of the killers of trolls, it is you I seek, and you I will destroy. At that, Sir Sefri becomes paralyzed completely. Um, and now the creature uh, begins clawing into him. Uh, he manages, uh, uh, let's see, he's going to get a disadvantage. He would normally have advantage on these kinds of attacks, given that Sir Sefri is paralyzed. Yep. It's only his first attack. His first attack is going to be at normal. And that one's it. So the first attack, thanks to uh, Gideon's hurtful, hurtful, uh, hurtful words, his dissing him, uh, he he falls he falls short. Um, but the second attack lands, strikes true, um, and you notice that um, the the creature. Um, sinks his claws deeply in that this deals uh, a lot of damage um, to uh, the descendant of Sir Sefri. Um, and he uh, now has him in his grasp as well. He wraps his long troll arms around him. Uh, he is both paralyzed and has been taken up by the troll. The other two uh, uh, flail their swords at the creature, uh, one of them connects and deals a, a little bit of damage. Um, yep. Uh, but he unfortunately now has um, this knight in his grasp, and it is clear that he doesn't just want to give him a hug. Marshall, you are up. Um, well, I see someone in trouble, and I'm worried about that troll. Um I think Marshall's going to do is going to do his best to support these guys. And I'm going to cast a spell called Magic Circle. Right. And, and I'm going to declare Undead as my target of it. And oh. basically, so Marshall's got to like um, pull out a little vial of holy water. Oh. How he's like mixing it all together, get the cold together, get all that, <laughs> and then make the, the stuff that he has to do. And then um, I'm going to create a 10-foot radius, 20-foot tall cylinder centered around the troll. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to say that the effects, the type of creature effects is going to be undead mm -hmm. for that troll. And the, he can't, he's already in it, but he couldn't enter it or I think exit it without any non-magical means. Um, and he has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets within the cylinder. Um, Mario, how long yeah. does it take to cast that spell? Uh, one minute. That's ah, ten rounds. Ah, you're in combat to order. Rats! I'm not going to do that. No, I was going to say, you, can, you know, flash <laughs> forward ten rounds later. <laughs> yes. uh, all right. Rats. In that would have been great. Oh, man, sorry. <laughs> I saw Randy going. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've been in exactly the same situation yeah. with my cleric. I know that. I know that. It's just saying you want to do this cool stuff as a cleric, but I guess yeah. it's just a stupid little stuff. casting timeline. <laughs> what is time anyway? Really, people. I mean, what is uh, what is the meaning of time, space, any of it? 
All right, okay. Plan B. Plan Marshall. B then is I'm going to to release my babies then. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's Baby a 15 time. foot radius. So mm-hmm. can I put the the end of the radius around where the troll would be? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. so so to it. move myself basically 15 feet away from him, so he just is clipping that radius. Yeah, you got to start clipping him. So he's going to start his turn in that. When he starts his turn, then he's going to be in that radius. What I'm going to do. Okay, and the and babies, gonna, yep, go swirling. Babies with black beetle eyes, and these are not your normal. These are not your grandpa's cupids. They are. No, they are bent on destruction. Mm-hmm. Gideon, you're up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. I mean, we are fighting this thing. It looks like, uh, and it's not illusion. So uh, Gideon is gonna. Um, uh, gonna hit a certain melody on his flute and cast the dissonant whispers on the um, troll at a fourth level. Okay. Um, why don't we go? Nah. Fourth level. Yeah. Okay. Wisdom save DC seventeen. DC seventeen with save and he makes it. So it takes half damage. Half and damage, which is. Not I'm gonna roll now. Do, do, do. Uh, then, uh, 14. 14, 14 is uh, that's, that's the full damage, so it's half. Ah, okay. Uh, okay, so half of that he takes. Uh, great. And, yeah, and with my uh, bonus action, um, Guinea's going to activate his um, Mantle of Majesty. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, he gets this, this Feywild flare about him, and uh, his, his uh, golden eye starts to, to, like, to like, swirl like a river of gold. And uh, he turns towards the, the creature and he says, halt, uh, command. Command, okay. It's a wisdom save. Wisdom save. Uh, DC 17 still. Yep. Bails that one. Eight. All right, so uh, on his turn, he has to take the halt action. Mm-hmm. It's not halt action, but he has to halt. Okay, so he cannot, um, he cannot run away on his turn, but must stop... Um, what else? That's it. That's plenty, uh, I'm, right? I'm concentrating on it, uh, but yeah, that's it. Concentrating on it, so he needs to halt. So he can't move, essentially, when you say halt. Doesn't necessarily mean he can't attack, right? I'm kind of thinking, like, <laughs> you saw him yeah. ready oh, to oh, get away up, with this yeah. thing, this mm-hmm. guy, and um, he's now he's now halted. Um, okay, um, Sir Sefri the... Sixth, actually, is who he is, the descendant of Sir Sefri the Third, who drove out all the trolls, um, is firmly in the grasp of this long-limbed, weird, undead troll. You can see part of its face has come off, and you can see the jawbone. Um, and the creature takes this paralyzed knight and just begins trying to pry open his plate mail armor like, like you would open up a crab to eat it. And he just just comes after this guy and deals uh, two rather nasty blows to him. Uh, Sir Sefri is now uh, definitely bloodied. Um, Oh, Halt, sorry. Halt, you're saying he gets to take no actions whatsoever under Halt. Is that correct? Mm, So he can't can't attack. All right. Good, uh, Good catch. He was going to, and you saw in your mind, you saw in your mind what it would be like for him to sort of feast upon 
Sir Sefri, had Gideon not uttered the word. So he is halted to the end of his turn. But the thing you do notice um, is that where he formerly had taken some damage um, begins healing up. So the sword slash from one of the um, one of the talons of justice of Bahamut uh, begins magically knitting back up as though that damage had never been dealt. Well, Bahamut are up next, and uh, our buddy... Um, Robert, really quick, though. Since he mm-hmm. started his turn with... Ben That's right. Thank you. Let's yeah. give him some wave of babies action. What do we got yeah. for... Uh, uh, it's, it's a uh, wisdom save, DC 16. And that's going to be a... Just barely a success. He made it with 16. So he takes... He takes half this damage. Half damage, which is... It's going to be... Uh, 18 damage, so half is nine. So nine, okay. And also, I would just like to to commiserate with the troll in the metagame about thinking about what you're going to do and then having to roll it back. Do you know, it happens to to the best of us that you got to yeah. suddenly you hit rewind on, on what was going to be a fantastic move. Um, and you're stopped in your tracks. Thank you. Thank you for the metagame commiseration there. Uh, so... Um, yes, he's he has to stay where he is, and the ba- wave of babies are just just tornadoing around into him. Um, the um, uh, Sir Sir um, Sefri, uh gets to um, uh, repeat its uh, savings throw, um, and he's still paralyzed. He's still grappled. Uh, the other two followers um, attempt to uh, attempt to strike him with their swords. Uh, and they do land a couple more blows. Um, so uh, he is now um, taking some more damage. But again, he's healing back up. Um, in fact, one of one of the fingers that they sliced off has regrown. Um, and Marshall, you are up. Um, I think what I'm going to do is I'm worried about that uh that guy in there so i want to help him out so uh but i'm worried about this troll obviously i'm worried about this troll (laughs) really this bothers you somehow (laughs) i mean you know how you like drinking buddies like this uh what i'm gonna do is uh, as a bonus action i'm just gonna cast a a healing word on him so let me just throw him a heal for (laughs) Uh, 18. That's good. Ooh, nice. He's looking fresh as a daisy once more, thanks to right. that. And then I'm going to just cast a Sacred Flame at him. Uh, it's a deck save 16 at the troll. Deck save 15 at the troll, and he fails that. All right, then he's going to take 14 points of damage. 14 damage. All right, a battle of might. And magic has erupted in the Pilgrim's Rest. It's then, not a very restful day today. Yeah, Marshall will do that out, and he'll see, because he noticed like the flesh closing like that. Mm-hmm. We must maintain damage on him. He will keep healing. To try to shout out to the groups that they know. All right. And the, um, the Talons of Justice um, raise their swords in response. It's clear they have heard you. We shall do all we can, sir. Gideon. <laughs> well, uh, on that note, uh, and once again, you, uh, Gideon plays his flute and he, uh, uh, the melody like invades the mind of the troll as he casts uh, Dissonant Whispers once again at the th- uh, third level. 
Third level, okay. And that's going to be a 15, not enough. Um, so he has to use his reaction to run away and uh, trigger opportunity attacks. Mm. Um, and he takes, uh, that's 10, that's 14 full damage. Psychic. 14 damage. Okay. Psychic. Um, uh, and with that, with that, he is now looking slightly bloodied up. And as my bonus action, because I'm still concentrating, Gideon will say, Gravel. Um, yes, he can, he can try to save against it. Wisdom mm -hmm. save, command. Wisdom save, command, DC 17. Mm -hmm. No way. All right. Oh. He is both. Um, so well, on so his turn, he him... falls prone and ends his turn. Once it's his turn. Okay. But he's also been given um, the the um, command to run away by the now, yes. whispers. That, that's now his reaction. Yeah. As his, At the moment, his reaction is to run away. Mm -hmm. And then after that, to grovel. On his turn. Yeah. On his to, turn. Uh, okay. Yeah. So he's up next. So let's do his reaction first. He's going to run away. Um, he's going to run... Let's see, this is not starting his turn, he's just using a reaction. So the wave of babies doesn't apply. Not till the start of his turn. Till the start of his turn. He um, basically spots a window on a wall behind him and goes crashing through the window. He does take some damage uh, from the window, um, but he just goes straight back. Uh, through the window, out into the street. Um, and then he hears you call back to him, grovel. And as he does, he drops Sir Sefri onto the ground uh, and falls uh, prone against his will, groveling uh, in your direction, worshipping at did your it, feet from a distance. Did it take some extra damage from the knights? Uh, yes, and the knights all get a swipe. So the two knights who are not paralyzed each get a swipe at him. But unfortunately, they are so flustered by um, <laughs> the sacred flames and the dissonant whispers and just the incredible um, arsenal of magic that's being directed at this thing from behind them um, that they, uh, they are shocked that the creature is running away um, and are unable to, unable to get purchase on him with their swords. So um, on their turn, they will they will uh, attempt to pursue. Um, so they climb through the remaining bits of the shards of the window, and they're running toward the troll. These guys uh, are not pulling their weight, huh? They're they? not. Unfortunately, <laughs> the troll is also faster than they are. It would mm. it would seem. Um, so they uh, they are able to get up to him uh, on their own turn, but not actually not actually attack. Unfortunately. The talons of justice haven't quite been able to sink their sink their talons into this guy. Marshall, you are up. The troll is out the window, mm -hmm. uh, forty feet away from the window, another twenty feet from you. So he's about sixty feet away, um, directly through the broken panes of glass. Um, you can see this groveling troll and a petrified knight of Bahamut laden beside him. Um. How far away am I from the bar? <laughs> you are nice and close to the bar. You're easily within 10 feet of the bar. It's just sort of behind you off to the right. Um, and uh, Ivor is hiding behind the bar, shuffling around back there. Here's 
Gotcha. Quickly, man, give me the harshest drink you have in the house. Whatever will burn. Very well, sir. Very well. Here you are. And he um, hands up um, a bottle of uh, heavily distilled alcohol that will indeed catch a light if you stuff a rag in it. Yep. So I'm going to, what I would like to do for my turn, because I don't think I'll get up to the troll, is I, I want to kind of like run up there while I'm like making a makeshift Molotov cocktail for it. And my intent is when I do get to the troll on my turn to light it and throw it and just put some fire damage on it. Assuming we can separate Mr. So-and-so. So my cue would be once so-and-so is separated, I will definitely try to burn it down. Try to burn the troll. Okay, so you've got the you've got the bottle in hand. Um, yep. I'll give you just the bonus action to talk to the to Ivor, and he kind of is using his action to help you out with the with the goods. You can get a rag in it or a bit of cloth, um, and I'll give you your normal move so you can uh, then uh, move up. Are you wanting to move up and kind of throw it through the window at this guy, or are you um, wanting to, I would kind like of to go come, outside? I want to go outside and okay. kind of see what the situation is and look for an opportunity. I'm not going to just blindly go in there. So if I could get it, and then maybe Marshall's tearing off a little bit of his robe and throwing it in there, just hustling. And Great. if I could run outside so I could assess the situation. Assess the situation, yep. Okay, so so, so you go out off to the left, so out the west door. The troll has yeah. flown out the north window. Yeah. You go out the sort of west door, and you can kind of just ever so slightly round, and you've got eyesight down kind of the main road to the troll. Off to your left is the as the Oracle of Timora. Um, and down the road um, is a long, kind of the long main road, which you know leads further down into the market square, where yeah. people are reveling unaware yeah. that a troll is in their midst. And that's my turn. That's what you got. Okay, you're outside. Gideon, you are up next. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I think I better pursue this, uh, this creature, so I'm uh, going to head outside, out, just out the window. Okay, out the window you go. Okay, so um, you can go 20 feet uh, to get out the window. The window is then kind of difficult terrain um, to get through there. Um, you um, can't quite get all the way up to the troll with a dash, but you can get to the oh, other no, side no, of the window and take wanna... an action. Yeah, yeah. okay. That, that sounds better, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so what crazy see... now. Yeah. That's not going crazy now. All right. Um, so I just want to take this outside, basically. So. Right. um um, what do I see? Did the troll drop the the guy? Uh, he has. In order to grovel, he dropped the paralyzed knight onto the ground, who still, um, despite having been um, hit and all kinds of crazy magic going off around him like fireworks, is still uh, rock rigid on the ground. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So, so I think first he's going to cast uh, use his bonus action to cast command once again, mm -hmm. uh, and say uh, this time halt. Halt. Okay. Wisdom save against halting. Mm -hmm. And he succeeds on okay. that wisdom save. Yeah. Okay. So he's not commanded. He is not commanded. Mm -hmm. And uh, with my main action, um, Gideon is going to yell out, uh, Troll, your ugly face makes a good argument against raising the dead. Uh, wisdom save. <laughs> vicious mockery. Okay. Vicious mockery, wisdom save. And that's a big old fail. What do we got? Mm, so it's he has disadvantage on his first following attack, and um, he takes uh, what is that? Eight psychic damage. Eight psychic damage. 
Okay. Uh, with that, um, he is once again sort of back to bloodied, if you see what I mean. Mm -hmm. He um, has been regenerating and uh, gaining and losing and gaining and losing, but he is, he looks like he's only at about half strength at this point. All right. Now trolls be. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. I'm good. Okay. Uh, the That's troll at this point... Um, has not been commanded to halt, and so is going to race toward the city market square and all of the revelers. He is running. Uh, the followers of Bahamut are in um, pursuit of him. Um, Gideon, you are outside the window. Marshall, you are out on the street. Um, and he, he is just running headlong into the market square, um, and as soon as he reaches the outskirts of the square, you hear the cries of women, of goats, just an absolute din of uh, what were formerly the market shopkeeps and revelers as they encounter a troll on Banishment of the Trolls Day. Okay, uh, and the, the, again, the, the followers of Bahamut are in pursuit, but unfortunately uh, able, unable to really close the distance uh, between them and him. They do, have, um, they do have heavy crossbows, so they kneel down and uh, begin um, arming up their crossbows to fire them at him, um, but to little effect on this round. Marshall, you are up. This troll is fast. He is very fast. Can I ask yes. what happened to the to the good sir knight? The, uh, the good sir knight. Um, the good sir knight is in his possession. The good sir Still, knight is, yeah. is, like is now in back in his possession. He scooped him up like Frankenstein's bride and is just carrying him off into the market square. Yeah, great point, Marshall. Yikes. Um. I want to just run as <laughs> close to the troll as I can get. Um, okay. How how close can I get? Just flat out running. Flat um, out running, you can get within forty feet of him. Um, however, at this point, go ahead and give me a d twenty. Uh oh! <laughs> I forgot this was still going on. Mm -hmm. uh, Seventeen one seven. Yeah, li life isn't just. Easy, come on. I mean, why would why would we just like let life be easy? Seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, seventeen. You're good. You're good for the moment. Uh, the way is clear. Go ahead. Uh, How much distance between the troll and um, the uh, crowd? He is just at the outskirts of the market square at the moment. Uh, so okay. he is just uh, he's just toppled over uh, a single cart full of melons, which have splashed down onto the ground, uh, but he is entering the main square with all of the colorful tents set up. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, I guess what I'm going to do, if I can, of course, what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to break off, I broke off my concentration of my, my babies when I was mm. dealing with the, the cocktail. I want to run out, and I have a spell called Instant uh, Insect Plague. Yes. So I can put uh, like a swarm of insects. I'd like to try to see if I could project it to put it in between him and the crowd. I know it's possible that Sir, Sir 
sirloin will be fun. Sir trouble. sirloin, yeah, Sir Seppi. Sir Seppi's going be in trouble. Um, but I'm trying to prevent major damage from the uh, troll just wrecking people. Just wrecking people. Okay. Um, so this so is it's an a 20 foot. Yeah, it's a 20 foot mm -hmm. spear. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to put it like right as far as close to his face without him like being in it yet. Just so him, so that he has like at least sees it. So he's not necessarily, a, uh, it's not affected by the damage that it could do. Uh, and then when he goes in there, or if he goes into it, it's a 16 con save. And then he'll take damage. Or anyone okay. who goes in there. Okay. It's, now, also, that... it's also considered difficult terrain as well. Now that sphere is, if it's going to be in front of him, it is going to be affecting some of the people in the marketplace. Just so you know, that is, no. there is a chance that they are going to be ill-affected. I, I think, I think insects. Marshall's, yeah, Marshall's just going to try anything. He's trying to make, have, make that what he call. Has. Yeah. Got to stop him. Got to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And uh, so, so on his turn, if he goes in there, then that triggers the effect. Yes. Um, for the commoners who are already, or any goats that are already in there, just for sake of that, what kind of uh, savings throws and damage are we looking at here? It's a con 16, and the damage would be 4d10. Okay. All right. So uh, one for the people and one for the animals. Okay, the people are okay for the moment. Um, on their turn, they're they're going to be... Uh, just, I just rolled a 16, a commoner's a plus zero. So you just they just managed to <laughs> duck for cover and otherwise cover their faces. And yeah. they're sturdy, uh, sturdy farming folk. So they're all right. Uh, but unfortunately, um, about half a dozen chickens, a couple of goats, um, and at least one pig... Uh, managed to just get sliced up by this swarm of of insects, and um, yeah, it's they they cry out horribly. Marshall, just oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hear one of the farmers uh, in the distance saying, "Y'all pay for that." <laughs> I'm so it, sorry. I'm yes. so terribly sorry. <laughs> All right, Gideon, you're up. Is your insect swarm just all scarabs? Yeah, there are scarabs. Perfect. Beetles, yeah. beetles oh. everywhere. Beetles. I have like everywhere. scenes from, from the mummy in my head now. <laughs> totally. I love that. All right. Mm -hmm. So uh, where am I standing? Uh, how far is uh, Marshall for me? How far is the troll for me? Yeah, Marshall's moved up about 60 feet and the troll's about um, another 40 feet on from that. You're just at the window. Um, so the window's another let's say another 10 feet closer um, around the around the side from where Marshall started on at that door. So uh, 90 feet to the troll and 50 feet to Marshall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, what will I do? As first, I think, um, yeah, sure. Gideon is going to use his 30 f uh, feet of movement to move uh, towards uh, Marshall. And then I think he's going to spend his spotting inspiration, um, uh, yeah, clapping, I don't know, as he goes, uh, to uh, increase his uh, movement speed once again, so he can get up to Marshall. Okay. <laughs> give, give himself a little applause, I don't know. Give yourself a little applause, <laughs> give yourself a round of applause there, yeah. Gideon. Okay, so you're going to you're gonna double, double time your move to get up toward Marshall, but first, mm -hmm. give me a d20. D20. That's cocked. Gideon's all. You're doing a great job, Gideon. Thank you, Gideon. <laughs> Thank you, Gideon. <laughs> yeah. If I do say so myself to me. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, that's a net one. Oh, dear. 
Yes. Yes. And as um, you are um, racing toward uh, Brother Marshall, um, you notice that one of the enormous oaken barrels that was uh, on a rooftop uh, above above a brewery that's been hauled up there um, suddenly comes rolling down in front of you. Give me a dexterity acrobatics check to see if you can make your way around this huge barrel as it goes splintering in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? That is 24. <clears throat> Sorry. 24 is enough, and you manage to basically kind of just backflip your way um, uh, through this, um, and uh, it doesn't even count as difficult terrain for you. You are up next to Marshall, uh, watching the troll getting ready to race into a black cloud of scarabs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Gideon catches up to... <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> sorry, my throat. Um, so Gideon catches up to Marshall, and he's like... Uh, so, are we really risking our hides and our fashionable clothing pursuing this creature? Unfortunately, I kind of feel responsible as I found something in the floorboards that released it. Now, yes, I did not put that there. I did not know what it was going to do. And maybe I had a couple mugs of ale prior to picking that up. But still, <laughs> we cannot let this creature just create wanton destruction today. For all, it's troll destruction day. <laughs> well, um, did anyone see you take those marbles? Mm, I don't believe they did. Perhaps we should just leave it at that. Go back to our drinks. Yes. Oh, come on, Gideon. There'll be time for drinks. How are we going to drink when, when there's people in harm's way? Besides, I have all the drink I need right here. And I mm. want to keep Gideon as to my plan. Is I think that maybe putting some fire will help uh, kill the, the troll a little bit. But then I am worried about Sir um, Sefri there. Yes. Mm, well, yeah. I thought you might say that. Shall we? Give you your, your hand, his hand. Yep, I'll take it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, she casts the dimension door, so it's like a like Harry Potter style, basically. Just, uh, disappear and through um, platform nine and three quarters, you go. Yeah, I can go 500 feet, so I'm just gonna go somewhere in front of uh, the direction of the, where the troll is going. Yeah. Okay, so you can you can teleport to the other side of that big black cloud of beetles if you want mm-hmm. to into the market square. Yeah, um, that is that is certainly an option. Um, I'm going to see if uh, so through that thick cloud. I'm going to see whether the troll sees you or not. Um, yeah, it is it is supposed to be like cover a little bit. What do you say here? Sorry, heavily it says, obscured. Uh, yeah, obscured. Yeah, lightly obscured. Uh-huh. So whatever lightly means maybe. Okay. Lightly obscured. Uh, I think that means disadvantage on his attempt to see what on earth is going on. All right, Gideon, anything else? On your uh, no, that was uh, all my actions. That was plenty. Wh- where do we okay. uh, land? Uh, you you land, um, the two of you land uh, in a hay wagon, um, just the other side of this enormous cloud of black beetles. And as you land there, um, you hear a kind of squishing sound, a kind of squelching and your boots are indeed um, a little darker shade of brown than they were before you started this adventure. And you can see all around you, people are just in an absolute panic. First trolls, now uh, animal-eating scarab beetles, uh, 
basically, uh, you know, Banishment of the Trolls Day Day has been canceled at this point. They're they're all uh, racing racing home. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, just uh, to end my turn, Gideon is going to say towards um, Marshall. Uh, I can try to get this knight away from the troll, but I will only get one shot. Understood. But we'll, we will try to make the most of it as best we can. I'll take my shot as well. Okay. Um, the troll is hell-bent on revenge, um, and it's clear that it, he wants to sort of slaughter Sir Sefri in a particular place. Um, and so um, he goes through, or attempts to go through, the swarm of scarabs. What do we got for him? Uh, I think con 16 say for anyone going in there. DC 16 con for anyone going in there. The people, the people were okay. The animals were not. And now the Trevenant, the Troll Revenant, so as I'm going to call him from now on, uh, fails his con save as well. What do we got? Um, do you want to roll for the Sir Sefri as well? Is he carrying him, right? He's carrying him, and he's um, he's out of commission. The reason so why is because I'm going to roll the damage. I can just yeah, he's going to – we'll have him con at dis, so he also is going to fail. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, chap. Okay. Is this concentration? Can you stop concentrating? If you want I to. can. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Hold on. I haven't rolled the dice yet. So I guess it means like if I see him walking in, can I break the concentration so that there's no damage there? Or You could if you wanted to. So Sir Sefri's looking fresh after you gave him those uh, 18 hit points of, of healing. He was never bloodied. That's all I'm going to say about how yeah. tough... Brave knight Sir Sefri is. You know what? He he's he's bound to duty. I understand that. I know how these 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 head boys are. They're they're they want them high marks, so I know I can help them if I need to. It's four D ten damage, but oh. All right. Roll them up. Roll them up. Thirty-four points of damage. Thirty-four points of damage. Okay. Um Necrotic damage, I think, right? Necrotic damage. Oh, interesting. Mm. Uh, Isn't that? It say? I'm not sure. It doesn't say. I think it's piercing important. damage. It's piercing damage is different. Okay, good. All right. Um, they both take the full damage. Uh, Sir Sefri is clearly bloodied up. By the slicing of beetles' wings, um, and the troll looks pretty ragged at this point. He looks real, real bad. Like um, you, you may be able to uh, take him out with something like that again um, altogether. But that was his turn. That was his so turn. He, he reaches. Now it's difficult terrain. It's difficult uh, terrain. But he does reach the other side uh, of the um, mm-hmm. the plague of insects. Um, and as he does, um, he looks in at, to the far side of the uh, of the market square, and you see there's a little hill just outside of town. Um, it was clear that he was headed there to sacrifice Sir Sefri. That has some significance to his his ancestors. But as he emerges from the other side, bloodied and with Sir Sefri bloodied in his arms, he says, "This will have to do." He proceeds to sink his claws into Sir Sefri, attempting to finish him off. 
And he's really an advantage because the guy's paralyzed. Um, and I think that is going to be enough. Uh, one, No crits, two, sorry. No crits. Okay. Um, but he is... Yeah, good question, because I know you can... Um, yes. And he says, um, With this, the bond to my ancestors will be complete. He sinks his claws deep into the flesh beneath Sir Sephri's shining silver plate armor. And Sir Sephri is no more. He throws his lifeless body to the ground. Okay, the followers of, of Bahamut are, are far behind. They're racing toward, but they're, they're just getting near the other side of this swarm of insects, but they are nowhere near in it and, and having difficulty trying to aim through this thick cloud at the troll. So they are ineffectual at this point. Marshall, you are up. Uh, I am deeply upset by seeing that guy die. And... Um, I guess, I guess what I would like to do is either light this cocktail mm -hmm. and throw it at him mm -hmm. or throw it at him. And I don't know if sacred flame catches fire. Mm -hmm. it's it, radiant yeah. Damage. Sacred flame is radiant damage, but, um, it's two actions though. There's a, know. there's a clue in the name. Does it, does it say that radiant sacred flame? Doesn't say things? fire. It doesn't say that in the spell. It doesn't say a flame-like radiance. Okay. If it's flame-like, it's a bit like um, cheese-like products. No actual cheese is harmed <laughs> in the making of cheese-like products. I'm going to say it's that it, that's... It's, a, it's like an LED candle is what you're saying? It's, it's, like, it's yeah. marketing. It's sacred flame is a, is a marketing exercise. It's a marketing term. There is something sacred about it, but there's nothing flame-like about it. So I'm, I'm going to say that, that, yeah, you're going to have to light that sucker yourself. All right. You can, I, can I... Can I try to light it and throw it at the tree? You can light it and throw it. All right, light it and throw it. Let's. Um, we're just going to make a straight up improvised weapon attack. So just d20 plus your dex. You're not uh, proficient in um, gin Molotov cocktails, no, no. unfortunately. Oh, you should be. Marshall should be, but. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Not. Is there is there a, a bottle handling? A bottle handling If there were, if there were, Father Marshall. <laughs> You, sir, you, sir, would qualify. Okay, I'm going to get it. I'm going to light it. I'm going to get ready to throw it. Right. And I'm going to say, this one's on me. And I toss it and roll. No. I'm at 20. Hey, nice. 21. 21. <laughs> Fantastic. And the bottle lands true, bursts. And the creature begins going up in flames. So I'm gonna say with the with the extra um, damage die that we'd get from a nat twenty. Let's give me a. Um, it's normally five fire damage per round. Go ahead and give me a d10. Okay. And I'm gonna give you that extra five on top of it. That is eight. Okay, eight and five is thirteen. And the creature is set alight. Um, trolls, however, fun fact uh, about trolls. Um, 
they don't love fire. Let's just say that in my world. Okay, um, the creature is lit ablaze um, and begins um, howling um, and flailing about. Um, he is not yet completely dead, but he is going to continue to take fire damage unless he can douse himself. Um, you are standing next to a, a well, uh, but it is a very deep well. Gideon, you are up. So he dropped the, the knight and is no longer interested in the knights? He is no longer interested in the knight, and the knight appears no longer rigid with paralysis, but slumped as though lifeless on the ground. All right, so Gideon's certainly going to jump off this uh, stinking cart. Um, and I think with the troll between him and the um, cloud of insects, he, he's out of the cloud, the troll. He's out of the cloud. The troll uh, is out of the cloud. You could yeah. push him back in or you could try to, but he's just the other yeah. side of it. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. He's going to start play, playing his flute and uh, cast dissonant whispers to hoping to send him back into the cloud. All right, going to make him run back into the cloud on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we got. The burning uh, undead save. troll at a festival is running back into the swarm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would have been awesome, but he does make a 17 on his whiz save. So he does manage to hold his ground. Mm -hmm. Being on fire apparently is enough for him rather than mm -hmm. getting sliced to death as well by the switchblade wings of giant beetles. Mm -hmm. uh, he holds his ground. What else you got, Gideon? Uh, yeah, uh, I roll good on damage, uh, but half of 22 is 11, so it takes 11 psychic damage. 11 psychic damage is enough, and so the howling whispers, uh, the flames seem almost to take shape, and they, the, the tongue-like flames begin whispering around him, and in this incredible din, you can't tell if it's him howling or your magic howling, or the beetles whipping around him howling, or the goats, or the pigs, or the people. Uh, but basically, this is the loudest you've ever seen or ever heard, in fact, a market square as he goes up in a crescendo of horrible sound and slumps to the ground and his charred body falls before you and begins smoldering out. Father, is there anything you can do for the night? Yeah. Marsh, are, are we out of turn order? You're out of turn order now? Okay. Yep. I break concentration on my beetles and I just Whoosh. run straight to the night, like slide right. on my knees to him. Yes. I put my hands on him. I want to cast uh, a so spare the dying on him. Mm -hmm. So if he has zero hit points, I stabilize him. Great. Okay. He does have zero hit points and he has been spared. Uh, you see that he's breathing very shallowly, but breathing again, he is, and then he is I unconscious. Would, if I can, I'm going to cast the highest spell I have on for him. Uh, give me one second here. What do I have left? Okay. I got a cure wounds here. All right. Um, I'll be like, you've done your duty, sir, knight. Let me do mine. And because he's at zero, it it's it is going to be I'm sorry here. Um four D eight plus four. So because he's at zero, it's just max dice. Max dice. Okay. So thirty-two oh. plus four. Thirty-six hit points back. He is no longer even bloodied. He's not at full, full strength. But he gasps awake 
and looks up at you and says, Oh my, what's happened? Steady, steady tonight. There's been a great battle. And as it were, here on Extinguished Trolls Day, you, my dear sir, have extinguished a troll. Oh, gosh. Daddy will be proud. And then Marshall get up and then, like, help him up and show him where the body is. Oh, yeah, it's quite quite a large thing. And you alone were the ones that destroyed this. And your, your friends helped a little, but... His you friends come that. running up, completely <laughs> breathless, by the way, at this point. <laughs> we, we got her as quick as we could. <laughs> but, 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 how did I char him like that? Was he like that to begin with? Sort of smoldering? You must have had the divine with you, and it must have worked through you to create such a striking, flaming, just strike. His two little, thing. his two little friends behind him go. It was the breath of Bahamut. It was the breath of Bahamut. I know it. A dragon's flame was with us today. They all fall down on their knees and begin praising Bahamut in a, a fr- frenzy of religious furor to make you proud. Meanwhile, Gideon. Yes, uh, that uh, that that sounds good. The, yeah, the breath of Bahamut. That sounds good. <laughs> that that's what it was. It must have been. Couldn't have been anything else. You're a hero, Sir Sefer. You're a hero. A small boy comes up to you, Gideon, um, with a with a chicken, a slightly singed chicken in his arms, and he says, "You've saved us all, sir. You've saved us. Please have our last chicken." He offers up the chicken to you. Uh, well, thank you, kids. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, it wouldn't be a real uh, festivity of Troll Day if we wouldn't uh, destroy a troll, would it not? Uh, but yeah, please. Uh, uh, I am not hungry. And, uh... Well, well, well. Can I at least clean your boots, sir? And he pulls out a rag and falls down and begins. Oh well, this is fine. Yeah, yeah. Scraping <laughs> away the muck from your boot. I mean, it was just. Yeah, it was just about to, to cast precipitation, but this is better. So yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid just goes to town, and your boots have never looked better. Even mm-hmm. even the, even the magic probably couldn't get them so sparkling clean. For this is the magic of a small child's love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marshall, look at Gideon and be like, "Well, I could use ten drinks. How about you?" Mm. <laughs> I can't believe we went through this much, uh, much trouble. Uh, impressive band. Let's go. Right. And back to the Pilgrim's Rest you go. Ivor knows the perfect thing for you, in fact, and pours up a fresh bottle of the, the, uh, the alcohol you just used to char the troll to cinders. And indeed, it burns going down your throat just as much as it burned the undead troll on the outside. Ivor lifts a small glass. Cheers to you, troll slayers. Well done. I think we'll, I think we got to call it there for the <laughs> evening. That was great. Very good. <laughs> I just, 
cracked up when you guys rolled and it was <laughs> banishment of the trolls day i went yeah yeah of course and then the black marbles and it was a revenant i went well it's gotta be right you know so anyway it, <laughs> i promise that was none not, that was zero percent prepared that was a hundred percent rand rolled because um it totally feels like it follows the last one so yeah yeah uh, I'm not really sure what, what what I was expecting, but when you said Trolls Day, I thought it was like some kind of celebration of trolls, like the total opposite. And <laughs> I was know, like, oh, hell no, let's just turn around. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was with you on that. I was like, oh, wait, no, I'm not, I'm not going to the troll party. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, banishment of, banishment, banishment of. They were glad to be rid of them all but one, apparently. One of those trolls was left, and Marshall found it. So, well-played adventures. <laughs> You are the heroes of the town, saviors of the day, and you didn't even take credit for it. How awesome is that? So, get... well, I I did feel a little bad for like helping being complicit in that guy's death. So you know, uh, chat. You, you got some looks from Gideon when when you were when you were like that, but he just let it slide. <laughs> yeah, so much trouble. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Pick your <laughs> battles, Gideon. Pick your battles. All right, well played, well played, guys. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that as well. If you're tuning in, listening, um, we we do these about about once a week, and um, often they're you know sort of um, slightly prepared. We have um, a way for you to contribute your own thoughts and ideas for future episodes. If you want to go to spontaneousdm.com/ideas, we've got a form there. Uh, we're already getting some cool ideas for the 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 next uh, show. Um, different different ideas from different people about where they want it to be set and all of that kind of thing so we're going to incorporate some of that into uh, a planning session soon um, be sure to subscribe and follow if you want to hear about more of these and we'll see you next time